0: everybody. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, before we get started here, let me give a huge shout out to anybody listening to this. I want you to do me a favor. Subscribe. Like it. Listen to more episodes. Share it if you can. But I need your help. I want to make this a much bigger podcast than it is. It's already pathetically small, but let's make it bigger, shall we? Now, today's episode, I would like to talk about Those people that are blissfully ignorant of the fact that there's something about them that they should totally know. You know, those people that... I had a friend of mine who... Somebody made the mistake of giving him a mineral rock when he was 18 on his birthday. And so anytime he showers, he gets the rock wet when he's done and he rubs that under his arm. He's had the same rock for about five years. Now, his big claim is... It's a mineral rock, dude. It's totally natural. It eliminates BO. Well, no, it doesn't. There's a stench that comes off this guy on a regular basis. Here's the weird part everybody tells him that. All of his friends that are willing to be truthful with him, even his wife, has intimated hey, this is not working. And it was only recently the guy started putting on deodorant, and guess what? Everybody noticed. When somebody goes from having a permanent stank on them to suddenly having kind of a nice smell. I'm not talking about a supposedly nice smell or one that you're told is supposed to be a nice smell, like an Axe body spray. I'm talking about, you know, kind of a a fresh and Irish spring, uh, an Old Spice type flavor, And it just really makes a difference. And then for some reason, there's people that pride themselves on... Being that different, even if that difference stinks, uh, the French are one. Now, how do I know? Am I just picking out stereotypes out of nowhere? Well, no. Happen to know French guy. He's here, not an exchange student, but kind of like an exchange worker. I forget what they call it. H1B. Yeah, he, anyway, he's got skills. U.S. wants him. They gave him a visa to work here just for that alone. But his company sponsored him. And so he has to keep his boss happy. Otherwise, he's going to get deported back to France. And trust me, nobody wants to go back to France that lives there. Me? I'd love to go back there. I love France. It's a bizarre thing. Now, the thing about people that don't realize they have a smell to them... It, it, BO is one of those things, smokers are another one. They're just a ridiculously brain-dead bunch that have no idea that they just reek. In fact, I know somebody that quit smoking and three months after they quit, they said, I had no idea, I smelt so bad. It's like, really? Everybody telling you that all these years just didn't seem to sink in, but it wasn't until you quit smoking and noticed that you had a little reek going on that suddenly, you're good with it? It was a bizarre thing. Anyway. But it's one thing to be in a place where that's acceptable. It's like, you know who the one place in the world people don't complain about the French and perhaps their uh, eau de toilette, which is what they call French, or is what they call perfume. Unless, of course, my French is completely wrong, in which case I'm just the ugly American. But I kind of wear that hat proudly, so... But the, the one place nobody complains about the French? In France. So guess what? This is not one of those, hey, if you don't like it here, get out. But some people are just made to not leave their own countries. And that's not meant to be a, hey, you're not welcome here. Everybody's welcome here. But if you're just not suited to being here, don't be here. If you're much more suited to being home and you're going to be happier there, why the hell not? Otherwise, you're staying in a place you hate? Eh, who are you mad at? But all that wrapped together is what brings us to today's episode Love the French, Hate the French on today's Caffeinated Humor. Get out of my face, Pierre. What the hell is it with Europeans and their total lack of comprehension of the concept of personal space? I mean, I'm in the Starbucks down the street from uh, LA International Airport in California. Now, Kosher Street is a hotel that is huge with international travelers. This is where they stay when they come to Los Angeles. So the Starbucks, on a regular basis, without sounding xenophobic, is full of a bunch of goddamn foreigners. Now don't, mean, don't worry, I do mean that in the most fen- friendly, condescending way possible. Now it's a Saturday, so the line in one of the smaller yet busier Starbucks around stretches out the door down the sidewalk. Now there's a heat wave going on. It's in the mid-80s, it's 9am. Not as bad as it could be in Southern California, but it's not pleasant. Now with the heat wave putting it in at that kind of a temperature this early the the back of the line has a vague European bo smell that's quaint when you're sipping wine across the street from the Moulin Rouge in Paris at the it, it, you know at a, a quaint little wine bistro, but it's just plain nasty in the States. Now it's not until I get about six feet from the cashier that the uncomfortable truly starts, and that's when Pierre shows up. Excuse me heavily accented elbow shoves its way in front of me as the vaguely smelly guy leans in to check out pastries and box lunches. Now the second time his elbow lightly brushed my nuts as he leaned over to pick up a box lunch I started getting a little worried. Don't get me wrong you can pursue any sex that you want but I don't need any new friends. However, as he prowled over the display case and just kind of fondled a six-foot section on the line, two things became apparent. First, Pierre's got to be nearsighted. Absolutely has to be. I mean, anybody that has to lean in that far to check out a cheese Danish either can't see it or has a weird European fetish. Or both. Now, I find hard to believe, mainly because he's not from Japan, which, as we all know, that's where freakish fetish porn comes from. This sounds almost racist. However, check the Internet. That's accurate. Second, Pierre, as is the usual for somebody from France, has no concept of personal space. Like, at all. Even a little bit. So I put my hands in my pockets. Mainly because I don't want Pierre to mistake my front pockets as available for his use, too. But also to resist the urge to just like heavily shove him into the pastry case. Old hockey habits die hard. The other international issue that comes to mind is Europeans and smoking. I mean, the USA in general and California in specifics are anti-smoking. It's still big business in the UAE and massive big business in the rest of the world but then it gets a, it's an addiction. Why why would anybody have to do it? This Starbucks is one of the smaller ones inside, but it's got like five times the amount of seating outside in the patio. But the patio is the smoking lounge and the main demographic smokes. So much so that when there's nobody out there, the place still reeks of smoke. It's like a house that's burned down. You could be there weeks later and it still kind of stinks. And this morning, it's full of vaguely smelly, chain-smoking people with no concept of personal space. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a violent man. I am a short, chubby man, so violence is never a smart hobby to cultivate at my size. But if I was talking to someone who decided to stand with their face six inches from mine and exhale exhale a full cloud of smoke into my face... Uh, My relatives would be mortgaging their houses to hire Johnny Cochran for my murder trial. Smokers never seem to think anybody notices. I once bought a used car uh, quite a long time ago. The first thing I noticed was the smoke when I got in. So I said, who's the smoker? You or your husband? Now this was said to the lady selling the car as her husband went to get paperwork. She said, oh, you can smell that? She looked shocked. I only smoke sometimes. My husband doesn't even know. Oh, sweetie, that's such a stupid line as it's every bit as stupid as it is naive. Trust me, he knows. We all do. Anyway, back to Starbucks. Now the interior of Starbucks is smoke-free and air-conditioned. So once the caffeine kicks in, I'm good. The visual through the window into the patio is disturbing. But it's a lot like being at the zoo and looking through the six-inch-thick glass at the gorillas. It's safe and gives you the gives your mind the impression that it's okay to stare. Okay, I will stop making the the staring at the dumb animals comment, but only because I want to go back to Paris again, and I think it's it such a bad men, bad mental precedent. I mean, Vive la France, or at least Vive la France after I have my coffee. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.